Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Never On Site, where we'll be discussing everything football. So let's get right into it. So ahead of the festive period, uh, we have seen uh, we are currently in an international break, and uh, there has been no action in the past week. But uh, we are looking forward to a brand new week where we'll see some great action because most of the teams which are going head to head, I think uh, we have City versus Liverpool. Um, I think uh, we have some other juicy fixtures as well. Spurs versus Aston Villa, which is always um, high scoring. Uh, so we have a couple of good games which are coming. I think Arsenal versus Newcastle or something like that. We have uh, some good matches coming up. So let's uh, review the last week's matches and then get on with it. So right uh, in the Premier League, there were a couple of good matches in the last game week. Um, probably the highlight was the Chelsea City match, which will come, which will come to. But let's look at the Saturday matches: Arsenal winning 3-1 uh, against Burnley, uh, United winning, just scraping through 1-0, even though they had like 10 clear-cut chances, which they could have, um, you know, disposed, but they didn't in usual fashion. And uh, the surprise result was how Bournemouth. Cooped uh, Newcastle completely uh, off guard. They did have a lot of injuries, Newcastle, and you could see Trippier going and talking to the fans who were abusing the Newcastle players after the loss, asking them how many uh, injuries have we got. So uh, Spurs also losing 2 1, which is a big result for Wolves. Uh, but Spurs were completely, you know, outplayed in the after the first goal, I think they were outplayed by Wolves, and Wolves are. A team which um, have transitioned really well um, and are looking really dangerous against um, teams, especially who are above them. Yeah, just move on to the Sunday games, my Yes, to start with, with Sunday games, Aston Villa, Fulham. No, no, nothing to be surprised here. We have seen Fulham not in their best form since Mitrovic's departure, and they have been struggling a lot. Nothing surprising. The surprising fixture was Brighton Sheffield. As we know, we have seen Brighton struggle a lot due to the European fixtures. And here also, in this game as well, there are a lot of changes. Uh, right. A lot of new faces started the game. Those who haven't played or started in Premier League till now started their games. So, the result wasn't a good one. But yes, in this games, you expect a team like Brighton to come, come and get all those three points. Next game, Liverpool versus Brentford. Liverpool were very lucky to get Salah Brace. Salah Brace and Liverpool clean sheet. They were yeah. lucky. On another day, they had an XG. Brentford had an XG of almost one, I guess, or more than one. And on any other day, they could have scored. But yeah, that's how this sport is. And Liverpool were lucky. Uh, we know how good they are attacking-wise. But yes, defensively, there were a lot of uh, things to go for. And West Ham, Nottingham Forest. Again, Nottingham Forest has shown they can score a few goals. And West Ham, we have seen they like to sit and play against bigger teams. But in this game, they were decent and they got their goals. Uh, Kudus also looks in good form. Uh, right. He's been a real good addition in this team. And apart from that, looks like now Antonio will also be missing few games. So, it will be interesting who plays as the top, up top, whether it will be Bowen or there are a few other options they have. So, it's interesting to see what happens. And moving on to the last game, host, Chelsea, Man City. Probably Did the you... best match. Probably the best uh, Premier League match this season, probably. Yes. Because I never expected this scoreline. Like, 
I thought City would win 3-1 or something like that. But Chelsea, I don't know how they managed to do it. Um, and also, they did concede first, right? And then, I think in all all the... At no point were Chelsea ahead, right? I think City were ahead uh, most of the times. Yeah, so, uh, what, a, what a beautiful match. This is what why we watch Premier League in the first place. And uh, one of our friends, the, the CFPL girl was there uh, watching the match live uh, at Stamford Bridge and uh, probably one of the best matches you'll ever get to see uh, live. So, City again uh, should have probably won it. Uh, I thought that Rodri goal uh, in clutch movements, that's what always saves them in these kind of matches. And um, and you have to give it to Palmer for scoring that goal um, in a pressure situation against your whole team. Uh, it is definitely uh, something, you know, that you would want to do after departing from your old team. And Palmer looks really good in, in terms of Chelsea, how they line up. Uh, he gives them a lot uh, of control. And you saw these teams coming back as well. Uh, Sterling playing really well. Um, and uh, probably they'll have Nkunku. Uh, coming in shortly. So, Arsenal, Chelsea look uh, like they will uh, get some momentum moving ahead. They have given a lot of tough games for this top six sides or top six contenders this season, even though they have been struggling a lot against some smaller teams. But their midfield is really good. And when they press against uh, such teams who don't like to be pressed, who don't like to be uh, constantly bombarded with those midfield pressers like uh, Gallagher, who is the main addition in right. that midfield, apart from Enzo as well. So, Enzo Caicedo, that's a superior midfield, I feel. And they complement each other really well, which has been the main issue for all the top six sides who have never faced such kind of uh, pressing recently. So, that is something which they have to look out for and that has worked against Pep Guardiola as well. He doesn't like this kind of pressing. And we saw they, them getting caught out at a lot of times. Simply, okay. so that was the main reason. And definitely talking about, uh, there was another news was this week, just in the past couple of days, Everton facing a 10-point penalty. 12-point penalty, right? I think. 10-10. 10-point. Yeah, so uh, they have been, um, I think it's very harsh. I think they they were uh, not far from what threshold was set. And to dish out a 10-point penalty is too much. I think they are sitting... Um, second from bottom, uh, yes. owing to uh, um, goal difference. That's the only thing which is keeping them from the bottom. And Everton, who um, who might struggle, like they they are trying to with DCL coming back, they are looking decent. But uh, initially, I was fearing for Everton how they started, and now getting this is they have yeah. grown well now. And the thing is, yeah. I expect this is the season where if there was a penalty. To be given, this is the season where the fans would be like, yes, it's still manageable because we have seen that bottom three teams have been very poor this season. Right, they're still right. single-digit points. Even after taking a 10-point uh, deduction, they're still not last. So, we know this is the time and we have seen Everton escape uh, relegations a lot of time. And we know this again, this season again, they have a good chance. They can Because they have been growing in confidence, as you mentioned, DCL. Right, and I think Everton have appealed and I think it might be reduced because I think 10 points is just too harsh. Yeah, moving on to the um, other leagues. 
so let's start with la liga girona still on the top uh, they are not giving any chance to other teams and they were uh, they considered first in this game and they came back so again we know uh, we thought it would be a fight and fixture uh, period where they are on the top but it's now game week 13 and they are still on the top and they have a point lead over real madrid talking about real madrid again a very good game uh, we saw a lot of their goal scorers who haven't been scoring in the absence of bellingham come to the party and get out some goals which were important for them and next talking about barcelona who struggled a lot against a bad side they were struggling thanks to lewandowski's uh, double uh, goals goals he scored that was very crucial and somehow we came out with points so again at this point as a barca fan uh, it's really looking not very good currently and the way we are playing not very interesting to see let's see where it goes talking about interesting play atletico madrid we never expected as i say keep on saying again and again they have been scoring some a lot of goals so let's move on to bundesliga now coach yeah bundesliga um, bayern winning 4-2 kane bracing again and um, so uh, i've uh, read some articles where kane has really integrated into this uh, tuchel side and he is becoming a very key figure and very respected in the um, dressing room as well uh, you could see him going out uh, and golfing with sane muller um, which which kind of reflects on the pitch as well when sane and kane are playing uh, they do have that brilliant connection and i think kane has scored um, 17 goals in bundesliga from 11 matches three uh, hat tricks and he is going to give uh, probably lewandowski a run for his money for probably the best attacker uh, striker in um, bayern munich because he complements this team really well and probably by next season they will be challenging for uh, probably ucl uh, with how well they are playing with kane up front where he is coming in clutch and winning matches you could see against galatasaray where um, bayern was struggling a bit he scored uh, Uh, those crucial goals so uh, so that is something to look forward to and speaking about uh, top teams i think uh, we'll have to give a shout out to shabi alonso and his uh, bayern leverkusen who are sitting on top uh, of the bundesliga and um, probably shabi alonso will be poached by some big clubs like probably um, real madrid liverpool um because he looks like uh, like the real deal he has already got this leverkusen side who were probably uh, scraping at the bottom of bundesliga last year and uh, he has brought them up top with bayern munich so something to watch out for i've heard that he is tactically very astute and all the players rate him really well and his training sessions are pretty intense probably you would have seen him uh, picking the ball in Uh, showing players how it's done so that's why he gets a lot of uh, you know respect from these players and probably you'll see him uh, in a big club uh, really soon um so moving on let's move on to psg again psg comfortably now back in their position where they look like they are dominating the league 1 teams not so sure about them dominating teams in champions league yet but yes they have found their foot in league 1 and uh, 
they have been rotating a lot they have been giving their youngsters a lot of uh, game time as well so there has been overall a good uh, combination of all the players initially we saw last season the marquee players were uh, carrying their team but this season they have been giving a lot of chance to all their players apart from that uh, there were few surprises masay dropping points uh, that well and then all uh, leon uh, had a good win so apart from that yes that's it from league 1 let's move on to syria yeah in syria you could see that um, juventus and inter milan were reading were doing really good uh, they are sitting top of uh, syria with uh, inter in first position and juventus in second um, and um, you could see here that uh, napoli has lost against empoli and this uh, led them to sack their manager garcia um so this was coming for a month now with napoli performing really poorly and i think their new uh, manager is masari so we'll have to see how he turns this team around because they have been struggling really poorly with things on and off the pitch uh, probably you would also have the big match in this game in this game week was lazio versus roma which is the um, rome derby probably and um, it ended 0-0 <laughs> disappointingly and yeah that's it from syria fun fact uh, lazio and roma share the same stadium if i am not wrong Achha. like inter milan is similar inter milan is similar uh, before we move on i think we are done with all the top leagues right um some interesting thing to note for next year is that champions league will have uh, 36 teams right now it's 32 so there will be four new teams which will be coming in and uh, the uh, structure will be something like uh, a, a big league where all 36 teams will play and uh, the first eight will get uh, automatically selected to the next round and the next eight will come through um playoffs um between teams which are below the top eight yeah and also interestingly probably premier league uh, might get uh, a fifth spot in champions league because of those four extra teams that are coming in um also probably league 1 which is sitting fifth in um, in the uefa coefficient league 1 will have three spots um, as it stands so it's interesting if Premier League teams do well in this coming um, Champions League season. Um, they, you know, Premier League is supposed to get the fifth uh, spot as well in Champions League. So that is something to uh, look forward to because then you will see teams vying for fifth spot. People will be happy with getting the fifth spot with the current, you know, uh, situation in the Premier League with the competition that we are seeing right now. And due to this, uh, we have seen. a lot of growing concern over the number of matches being increased now it will be somewhere around 65 to 70 so again we have seen a lot of injuries this time around we have seen a lot of murmurs going on all social media platforms how to manage it and a lot of managers have said few things so let's see how this will be managed in future this is a new challenge for a lot of top teams where they have to manage their players very well we have seen now the five substitution rule so it will be interesting to see whether some new rules are added or how they are managed again again new set of uh, uh, thinking uh, problems for all the managers so it's interesting to always see what happens 
Sohoz, so let's move on to FPL now. Yeah. So moving on to the FPL, this is our last week's course. Uh, Hose, you got 76 points uh, and you had Salah as your captain. So that was a common captain for a lot of uh, FPL managers. Apart from that, your main point was from Haaland and Watkins and Maguire <laughs> with a cheeky clean sheet, which you have been two avoiding. Yes, two clean sheets in a row. So uh, when I wildcarded, I had to either pick a 3.9 midfield uh, defender or Maguire. Or probably uh, a 4.5 defender. So I decided uh, I'm not going to go uh, too expensive, not too cheap, but I'll go with Maguire and he has uh, played really well in the two games I called him upon from the bench where he did return two clean sheets. Probably the sad part is that I sold Simikas uh, to get in, um, I think, way um, at uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, so that is the sad part because I didn't want to burn one transfer and it ended up backfiring. But happy to see you finally have a good game week where you <laughs> go scored 90 points and you had Simikas as well. So how do you feel? So there were a few good uh, things which happened. So as you have Douglas Lewis who has been getting a few penalties here and there. This time around it was time for DRB to give a assist. Uh, so, as happy with that. Apart from that, the Simikas haul is really interesting. I was almost ready to sell him, but uh, uh, there was no other player who could uh, help me get the money for Saka. So, he was in the team. And he came. And as we saw, as I told you in, at the start, Liverpool were very lucky to not concede. So, we know if, they're not, uh, if they don't concede, Simikas is the main outlet for attacking uh, from that left-hand side. So, he got those two assists. Lucky, yes. Uh, but the propaganda throughout that game week was that Simikas is a poor pick. Don't even if you have him, don't play him. And FPL Twitter and all the podcasts had this conversation where none of them backed Simikas. And to see Simikas coming out with a, a haul um, is something that which is you <laughs> that that is typical FPL. And probably you should not, um, you know be blindsided by create content creators thinking that a player is not good but yeah this is what you get if you are faithful to a, a player and talking about now our future plans host so we know game week 18 will be a blank so from game week 14 there are a few teams who have a good run of fixtures mainly Brentford they have a good run of fixture West Ham they have a good run of fixture so, have you thought about it? Yeah, I did um, think about it because uh, I was planning to get an Mbumu for Mitoma uh, and uh, probably Palmer for Douglas Lewis. But probably this week is not right because both of them play uh, difficult teams. I think Arsenal versus Brentford and uh, um, Douglas Lewis. And I think Palmer is playing Newcastle. Yeah, Chelsea is playing Newcastle. Oh, so, who? You don't think it's worth uh, getting the Mitoma MBOMO move uh, pre-pwned by one week because we know Mitoma will be missing this week. Yes, yeah, so so uh, I, I just want to make sure that it's worth it. I'll, I'll do the transfer very close to deadline. I don't want to uh, be caught off guard. Um, so probably I'll do that. And uh, I think uh, we should target teams which have players like MBOMO where you know he will play really well. 
and he'll play uh, all matches probably because you could see that if you look at the uh, deadlines that are coming up uh, game week 14 is in 2nd december game week 15 is in 5th december and game week 16 is in uh, 8th 9th december so that's a very small turnaround for these uh, players and teams where they'll be playing on a saturday uh, saturday mm-hmm. sunday then wednesday thursday and probably saturday sunday again so that is something which will cause a lot of uh, rotation in teams where there are a lot of options but in teams like brentford who don't have champions league um, kind of things which leads up to a a lot of fatigue for players so uh, you should try to target those kind of teams uh, probably uh, spurs with son people are thinking about selling son probably you can keep him and see how it goes even though um, spurs are depleted uh, in terms of attacking options so something to keep an eye on probably there are no emerging players other than mbumo i feel that the midfield is kind of saturated uh, with the players that we already have you you can't see a very varied midfield anywhere your saka sala son is probably fixed for everyone and then probably uh, everyone will shift to mbumo right now and then probably just one spot will be your uh, differential which will probably be palmer uh, soon so then if this festive season is coming up do you think that we should have a mid uh, a sub bench where you can call up on a couple of players like uh, solanke for example who who yeah. on on his days can give a haul or probably Actually. someone like a maguire at 4.2 or who can uh, come in even if your midfielder is not playing something like that do you think that is a viable option so i feel uh, there are 11 players on the field and two subs are enough to uh, get through this because as we have said there are only two major game week 18 fixtures which won't be played which are uh brentford versus man city and uh the other one is oh that's the only fixture right so yeah, okay. brentford and man city so basically if you go for mbomo and haland those are the only two players which you will be missing for game week 18 so it doesn't uh, make you uh, do a major transplant major uh, surgery in your team need a surgery or play the chip uh, where you make a completely new team right uh i'm forgetting the chip name free hit free hit free hit great great yes so free hit. so uh, you have to plan in that way either uh, don't commit to all the players or then commit to all players and play free hit. so there are two ways to play now and it depends how you want to play because the way i am looking at currently i feel 13 players are enough uh, because i won't be playing a free hit so it depends on that and your strategy and depending on that you can also go for a west ham player as you mentioned as i feel kudus is also a good option uh, in that uh, lower bracket so something like that where you have a fixture uh, where you don't need to think about that uh, while playing mbomo so something about that so 13 should be enough but again if you are committed fully to a free hit then go all in and pick the players which you feel are the best for the next set of four fixtures where brentford at top probably, probably if you have two two city players and the mbomo Then probably then, you can think about uh, a few others, and yeah, we have a lot of cheaper options as well. Like as I mentioned, Archer. You mentioned Maguire. Then at three point nine, there is Charlie Taylor. So there are a lot of options who can come in for that one game week 
and give you those one or two points which are needed instead of taking hits or something like that. So it's completely on you. How do you feel about it and how you want to go about it? And then you decide because it will take some time to tinker around to see which team have a good fixture and which team play and which team have a double fixture in game week 20. Because after game week 20, in 21, there will be AFCON and Asia Cup. So there will be a lot of players who will be going for that. Son, uh, uh, then Salah, then talking about uh, Wolves player, Wang. So there are a lot of players who are going Mitoma. So it it's completely dependent on that. De at that point of time, it will be a game where you can play your differentials. So it's a long game for the next seven to eight weeks. You have to take some time, take half an hour, take one hour, play, uh, tinker about your team, see the fixtures and see how you make a plan and come up with it. Also, what is your plan for captaincy next week? Because we have uh, probably Allen playing Liverpool, um, Salah obviously playing uh, City, uh, then we have uh, Watkins playing Tottenham. Uh, probably only Saka against Brentford looks like a better break or Son against Aston Villa if we back him. What do you think? Uh, actually, Son versus Aston Villa on paper is highline Aston Villa which suits Son, which suits Spurs. But again, they are missing Madison. So that is something which uh, is not making me. I am formally on Haaland as of now. I feel he will start and we have seen how leaky Liverpool are this season. It, right. If you won't be surprised, it will be another 4-4. Uh, so there is a high chance, right? We know they can score, but we know they concede as well. So currently, I'm on Haaland unless, and this is the first game, uh, 6 p.m. kickoff, just before after the uh, FPL deadline. So we will get some leaks. So we know whether Haaland is starting. If Haaland is not starting, then it might be Salah. I am feeling Salah or Sagan. I am not sure about it, but as of now, it's Haaland. And if not, Haaland is not starting, then we'll think about it. Either Saka or Salah. But again, Saka, not very confident because we know Brentford play really good against big teams. Right. What about you, Hose? Um, right now, I'm not 100% sure where I'm going to, um, who I'm going to trust the armband with. But like you said, it's either going to be Haaland or Saka Son. These are the three options that you have. Probably, if Saka was playing well, I would have gone for Saka without even blinking. But then now, I for the past 2-3 games, I've seen uh, how Saka is with the injuries, with how teams are badgering him. Uh, I don't trust him that much. So, probably Son or Hallett. And any transfers planned this week? Yeah, like I said, um, this week, I'll either go for Mitoma to Mbumo. Um, I keep Douglas Lewis because I sense uh, a penalty coming against um, Spurs. For me, mostly I will be rolling. Uh, don't see any reason to uh, make any transfers. And as we mentioned from game week 14, there are a few fixture changes. So we'll be focusing on that uh, where we can take out probably a Gordon and DRB to someone like Mbomo to Kudus, something like that. We'll think more about it. But as of now, uh, it will be rolled for this week. So that's it for from us for FPL as well. So if you haven't joined our league, our league code is mentioned on the screen and in the description or below. So join us, come play with us. And that's it, host. Uh, this was a short pod this week around uh, with no football. We'll be back with regular podcast next week where we cover all football and everything apart from that. Okay. Bye-bye. Follow us on Bye. all our social media handles. All the links are in the description box below. Thank you. Bye-bye.